Hi, I'm Debbie Harbeck, and I'm a certified life coach working with women in midlife and through the menopause transition. So each week, I'll be sharing the latest information, inspiration, and generate some momentum so you can move forward and feel more in control of your changing midlife body and your life. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to episode four of the Midlife Momentum Podcast. If you tuned in last week, I talked about chronic stress and how it can affect your menopause transition. I also talked about how to manage stress and even how to let it go. So today I've invited a guest, Sonia Petruska, who has a very particular method of helping her clients deal with stress. And because we'll actually be practicing this method in the episode, I think you might find it helpful to watch it on video. So I've included the YouTube link in the show notes. So without further ado, here we go. I'm here today with Sonia Petroska. Sonia is an energy makeover coach, and I thought she'd be an interesting person to talk to, especially when it comes to all the issues that we're dealing with in midlife. And especially us women, we deal with perimenopause and menopause, and there's a lot of things wound up in that. But I think Sonia has an interesting technique, actually, that can help with this. And I just wanted to ask her a little bit about it, and I'm sure she can show us what it's all about. So Sonia, just first of all, thank you for being here. I really appreciate that you're here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Okay, good. So I just want to ask you the very first question, EFT tapping. This is this is a technique that you use in your practice. Can you tell me exactly what it is and what it does? I can sure try. <laughs> yeah, so EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Um, tapping is just so to speak, the street name for it. No, it's just the physical action. We're actually tapping um, our our body. So the idea of EFT is it's really um, kind of a mashup of Chinese energy medicine and different aspects of Western therapy, and they come together really beautifully. Um, so it's a mind-body technique that anybody can learn. And once you do, it's yours forever. So it's I highly recommend it. Um, so basically what it does is it utilizes the meridian energy lines of the body. So similar to acupuncture. So in that sense, uh, EFT is often referred to as needleless acupuncture or acupuncture for the emotions, because the main objective really is to get to the root cause of the problem by addressing emotions that are maybe being suppressed or that have not yet been processed and that may be manifesting in different ways in the body and in your life. So we tap on different um, acupoints on the head and the upper torso, and that uh, helps to send a calming message to the body to help it to calm down and essentially you can think of it this way. Maybe this is a, a better way to phrase it. When we tap, it is basically like a physical switch or a dial rather to turn down the stress response, that fight flight response that we get when we feel activated by anything. Sometimes it's good for us. Sometimes it hinders us in many ways. So by being able to have a tool to bring that down allows us to, first of all, you know, our body to relax and it allows us to have more 
mental clarity because there are changes that happen in the body. It helps blood return to the frontal cortex, where which of course is responsible in large part for our reasoning and our judgment. So that's why oftentimes when we're stressed out, we start feeling flustered, we might forget our words. It's because the blood is not where we need it to be in our brain. So by tapping, we calm the body, the blood comes back to where it needs to be for us to make our best decisions and feel calm and confident about it. Okay. I love, I love that explanation. And I, I'm always looking for ways for, to, to find calmness, to reduce stress, anxiety in not just my life, but the lives of my clients. I use meditation. If I was going to ask you that question, actually, meditation and tapping, are they mutually exclusive? Are they, do you see them together? What's your point on that, your point of view? Um, I think they're both great. Honestly, basically my view is whatever, you know, stress relieving techniques that you have use them. And it's just a matter of finding the ones. And I say ones because we, you most likely are going to use more than one, but finding the tools that work the best for us. So I really strongly recommend if you do meditation, if you do breathing or breath work, keep doing it and add tapping into the mix and see how it works for you. Because in the end, they're all aiming to achieve the same things, but it's because we're all different. We all respond to different stimuli in different ways. So it's great to have kind of just like this, this buffet of options and we can choose what we want. Some days we'll choose different offerings, but I find that for people who have a hard time getting into meditation, this is kind of like a nice foray because you're not just mm. sitting there silently. You're actually, there is an action that's happening, but you're still maintaining mental focus on something. So it's kind of like, you know, if you want to have training wheels into that meditation journey, tapping might be a good way to enter that. But for some people, they don't want a distraction of, you know, using your hands, they just want to sit there. So, you know, it just depends on what works best for you. Okay, I love that. I love that. It's true. We're not all the same. We all respond to things differently. It's true that meditation isn't easy for everyone. And the nice thing about tapping is that it is active. So it keeps you moving. So it is a very different method. But still with the same kind of benefits. So I, I love that. And I think a lot of people could, I'm, I'm looking for a word is not coming. It's okay. I resonate with that, literally. So I guess that's what it is. For me, actually, I learned about tapping probably several years ago. I read about it. I don't know if you know Nick Ortner. Yeah. So it was through, well, because I used to listen to a lot to Wayne Dyer, read a lot of Wayne Dyer's material. I don't know if you know him, but he sort of introduced Nick Ortner at some point. And I just thought, oh, this is really fascinating. Like I found it like a very fascinating thing. And and I did it, like I tried it, like he had mentioned, and it actually did feel, I did feel a lot better after I did it. So I was just like, wow, there really is something to this. So what what led you to tapping? And why, why did you become a coach in this area? Yeah, I, I feel like tapping found me not the other way around. I guess I really started tapping seriously only in the recent past, about three, three and a half years ago. I, like everyone else, I was going through, you know, the pandemic where I was living at the time in New York City. We were in lockdown and essentially I just felt like the stabilizing pillars of my life were all kind of up in the air at the same time. I was in a, a 
emotionally abusive marriage that, you know, it wasn't until the very end that I actually accepted that's what was going on. And that had a lot of negative repercussions in my life and how I showed up in the world. And I didn't realize that I didn't realize what was going on. I just knew that I felt like my emotional range had shrunk significantly. And I certainly was walking through life with this feeling of like, is this all there is? Like, is this it? And just thinking, well, I don't get as excited about things as I used to. I guess that's just part of being an adult, right? Of course, that's not true. But at the time, I, I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know, you know? And so, um, you know, it just got to this point where I felt so overwhelmed that I just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm drowning. I need something. A couple of years prior, I had exposure to tapping, but I wasn't ready for it. I was like, what is this? This is weird. I don't get it maybe I'll come back to it. Of course I didn't. But then one day I had an email in my inbox with the subject line of tapping for overwhelm. And I was like, what is this? I'm going to try it because at this point I'll try anything. And so I tapped along to the video and I noticed that while I was tapping, I felt something. I didn't have the words at the time to articulate what was going on, but I knew it was different. Like I felt better than in day-to-day life because I had this, you know, physical anxiety that I didn't realize was there until it was gone. And so I just felt this pull to kind of continue down this path of of kind of learning and and researching what is EFT and why am I feeling this way? So I started really getting into it. I did my research and was very satisfied with the the scientific support that's backing it. And then at that point, it was basically like the the universe, so to speak, was like, okay, you're interested, then here you go. And one thing led to another. I found an intensive, just a workshop training for it. And that led me to a certification program. I started working with my own coach and then my world shifted in a 180. And at this point, I just feel like I cannot even imagine how my life would be if I hadn't pursued this because I'm in such a different place. And it's, you know, in hindsight, there's so many of these uh, gifts wrapped in sandpaper that led me here. And because I have had such a big shift, I've like rediscovered my spark and, you know, come back into myself. And that is so exciting. I'm getting goose flesh just like (laughs) thinking about it, but it's, it feels so good to be in this place. And basically that is the inspiration of becoming a coach because I want to be able to pay it forward. This made such a huge difference in my life. And if I can help anybody get just like a little bit of that, oh, it's worth it. It's it's totally worth it. Oh, I love that. I love that. I think, I mean, obviously your passion shines through for this. <laughs> obviously it's impacted your life in a huge way. And I think a lot of women could relate to the different things that were going on in your life at the time, like you were in an abusive relationship that you didn't even recognize as abusive. I think that's huge. I think obviously the pandemic with, we we all lived through it, but what that was like, right? And with just finding yourself with this, like in this place in life where you're just not excited anymore. And sometimes we don't realize we're there, but you woke up to the fact that you just weren't feeling life. You weren't feeling alive. Mm -hmm. So I love that all these things we can, many of us can relate to. 
So that's fantastic. And I, I just, I just love your passion for it. I love what it's done for you. That would kind of lead me to my next question would be how then do we, well, how do we do tapping? So let, if we could get into that, that would be really fascinating. I think how do, how do you do it? And is it something that you do every day, by the way? Is this something that is a daily practice? Do you do it several times a day? What do you prescribe for that? Yeah. Okay. So many, so many things to get in here. I'm so excited for me. I usually do some sort of tapping every day. I'm going to be very honest. I don't stick to like a a strict routine though. I know that that would probably be more beneficial, but you know, life is not, (laughs) it doesn't go by the book all the, all the time. So, you know, we do what we can. We try to be flexible and, you know, compassionate with ourselves. But I, you know, I strongly recommend some sort of daily practice. And I'm going to share one, I guess, recommendation that I find helpful and it's fun is something that was taught to me and it's called toilet tapping. (laughs) And it's based on the idea of habit stacking, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're trying to do something new, adopt a new habit, it's helpful if you place it before or after something that you routinely do, like brushing your teeth or whatever. So with toilet tapping, I, like many other people, go to the bathroom close to first thing in the morning. So once you're there, it's a great opportunity to just tap a little bit, maybe one or two rounds. You don't really have to be focusing on anything specific in that moment, but it's it's helping to kind of just regulate your nervous system right off the bat so that you're feeling calm and you're collected and you're ready to start your day. It's just, it's a nice kind of ritual, so to speak, to have a smoother entry into your day. But really, I find that I'll just start tapping at different points during the day. If I'm starting to feel like, oh, I don't want to do this task or whatever, then I'm like, oh, I know there's something going on here. Let me let me mm-hmm. tap on it for just like a second. And it helps to bring down that resistance or whatever it is that's coming up. So you can be like, okay, I still don't want to do it, but I feel okay to do it. You know, it's just so applicable in so many different areas. But like you said, or like you're asking how to do it is incredibly simple. And I've got to say, it's hard to get wrong. <laughs> There's a, I know many people, I work with them and then I, they have their, their homework or inspired actions throughout the week. And there's a lot of concern, like, well, I don't know what to say. And what if I, you know, don't say the right thing. I think I'm doing it wrong. And I just want to say, you know, before we do anything, it's really hard to mess up. <laughs> so you're, you, okay. If you think you're doing it wrong, you're not. So there are nine basic tapping points. So the first one is on the side of the hand, just the fleshy part on the side of the hand. It can be either hand, doesn't matter. And whenever we start a tapping round, we'll tap on the side of the hand and we'll say some statements. So it's really very much of a call and repeat type um, process for the most part. And then once we say our statements, then we'll move to the top of the head. And the rest of these points can be one hand or two. It's up to you. So just right on the top of your head at the crown. Then, yeah, go ahead and do it with me. Yeah, yeah. Should um, I take my glasses off, by the way? Is it better? Yeah, that might be helpful because we have some some around the eyes here. So the next is right at your eyebrow, where the start of your eyebrow is. Yeah. Yeah. Then on the side of the eye, so very close to the corner. Uh Uh-huh. And then we go right under the eye on the bone. Mm -hmm. Next one's a little awkward, not too bad. Right under the nose. 
And then we jump down below the mouth, right in your chin crease. So up a little bit there. Perfect. Okay, there we go. Uh-huh. And then next we'll go to the collarbones. So you'll find the start of your collarbones and you just go down like about an inch. So this one's also hard to miss. If you're tapping just somewhere along mm -hmm. here, you're going to be fine. Okay. Last point is the most awkward. So apologies in advance. It's under the arm. So basically you can use your hand to measure. You stick it right under your armpit. And basically at the bottom of that is the point. So we okay. have three options how we want to tap this. We can tap one, one arm, one side, and then the other. Then these two kind of depend on your um, anatomy. You can cross your arms in front, kind of like an embrace. Oh, okay. Or you can get your arms out to the side and you're look, tapping kind of like a monkey. So it, okay. it depends on what you prefer. And also I should point out that if you don't love any like a particular tapping point you don't have to do it it's okay if you miss you know some of them it's still gonna work um but these are the the basic tapping points that any certified practitioner will know so yeah so basically we'll we say some set up set up statements that are pertaining to the challenge or your issue of concern and then when we tap on the rest of the points we are saying short phrases or words that keep our mind on the issue and i'm gonna get like a tiny bit sciencey here to explain what this does we'll use an example of i don't know like fear of spiders okay mm -hmm. so when we think of spiders and we have this fear automatically our alert system, that fight flight response turns on because our brain doesn't know if it's real or if it's imagined. They just like, you think spider and it's like, oh my gosh, where, right? So this sends a message to the amygdala, the stress command center in the brain that says danger or alert, like be ready for something. So that's message number one. So we activate this intentionally to get that response going, which sounds like counterproductive, but as we tap on the different points, this sends a second message to the brain of safety. It's telling the nervous system, whoa, actually, it's okay. You're not in danger. So the brain's getting these two kind of contradictory messages. And in order to reconcile, it creates new wiring, a new neural pathway in the brain for the new message of safety. And the idea is that as we continue to tap through the points, this new pathway becomes strengthened and will become more dominant so that the next time that we see a spider or we think of the spider, we don't have that, you know, that alert, that stress response. It's, it can remain neutral and can see it and be like, oh, okay. And go about our day without being kind of thrown off course like we used to. Okay. So, so there's a statement that goes along with the tapping. So yeah. I guess, and, and like you said, it's not about going to the positive it's actually focusing on the issue the statement at first yeah absolutely and i'm, I'm really okay. glad that you said that because i think this is really overlooked a lot of the time so much of the i guess the power of tapping is acknowledging these quote-unquote negative feelings right it's giving mm -hmm. voice to them so that they can so but it's like giving voice to these emotions and these feelings that we don't want to address we want to suppress because they're not comfortable or they're scary but we acknowledge them we give voice to them and we validate them so that it can move on and it's kind of the same as us you know when we have feelings and thoughts we want to be validated and when we don't get that whether from ourselves or someone else it's hard to to move on from that so it's the exact same thing with the emotions that are in our bodies 
Okay. I, I love that because it's something that I try to work with my clients on is feeling their emotions that not mm -hmm. to be afraid of them, not to avoid them, because that's when we go to things like food and, you know, we do things we don't want to do because we're trying to avoid these things. I love that this technique brings it out like, okay, mm -hmm. let's face this and let's feel safe, start feeling safety around it, which I, I love the idea of all of that. So that's great. So, so can we try around? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We totally can. And do you have something <laughs> to put you on the spot? Do you have something specific in mind? If not, my thought would be, we could be very general and just say, and just focus on like stress. People can apply however they want, but don't let me answer for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that's coming to my mind is my daughter just left for Europe last night. So, <laughs> uh -huh. so I guess that's in my head, even though I, I don't think I'm super stressed, but there is a part of me that is a little bit anxious about it. Uh, okay. For sure, she's gone on her own with, with some friends, but, you know, for sure, there's some anxiety. So I would say that's top of mind for me right now. Okay, we can totally do that. So, okay, um, okay before we start, we're going to make this official, right? So before we start tapping, I would like you to tune into this anxious feeling and give it a measurement of how intense, how big it feels in this moment. So on a scale of zero to 10, zero on one end is low. It's whatever. It doesn't bother. 10 on the other hand, worst thing ever, or like panic, right? So between the two, how big does it feel in this moment? I would say seven. Okay. So I'm just making a note for myself yeah. and um, we'll come back to that later. So you can forget about it if you'd like. So let's go ahead and tap on the side of the hand and you will just repeat the statements after me. Okay. Even though I feel this anxiety. Even though I feel this anxiety. I completely accept myself and these feelings. I completely accept myself and these feelings. Even though I'm feeling anxious. Even though I'm feeling anxious. Because my daughter just left for Europe. Because my daughter just left for Europe. I choose to accept these feelings. I choose to accept these feelings. And love and accept myself too. And love and accept myself too. Okay, last time here. Even though I feel this anxiousness. Even though I feel this anxiousness. Because my daughter just left for Europe. Because my daughter just left for Europe. And I can't look out for her. And I can't look out for her. I deeply and completely. I deeply and completely. Love and accept myself. Love and accept myself. And all my feelings. And all my feelings. Okay, wonderful. Moving to the top of the head. Okay, this anxious feeling. This anxious feeling. Eyebrow points. This anxiousness in my body. This anxiousness in my body. Side to the eyes. I'm feeling it. I am feeling it. Under the eyes. Anxiousness in my body. Anxiousness in my body. Under the nose. My daughter just left for Europe. My daughter just left for Europe. Under the mouth. And I'm feeling anxious about it. And I'm feeling anxious about it. Good, under the collarbones. And it makes sense that I'm anxious. 
And it makes sense that I'm anxious. Okay, under the arms, whichever way is comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. um, because I care about her. Because I care about her. Okay, we're going to go back to the top of the head. Mm -hmm. This anxiousness in my body. This anxiousness in my body. All right, so we're going to release that. That's one round of tapping. So okay. if you feel like you need to stretch or wiggle or whatever, yeah. like, don't, yeah. don't restrict yourself. And we're going to take a nice, easy breath. So we're breathing in through the nose and blowing it out through the mouth. So then at this point, we would do just a small check-in and see what's coming up for you, if anything, how you're feeling in your body. So if you feel called to share anything, you can yeah. go. There's a really nice vibration in my body right now. I guess it just feels really, really good. And I, it was making me a little bit emotional when we were going through the tapping, to be honest with you, even though I said it wasn't, I wasn't super anxious, the emotion of it was starting to come out a little bit. So I could feel that. But right now I just feel this like vibration in my body that just feels like maybe it's moving through me. I, I don't know what it is, but it feels good. It feels good. Good. And um, so I, I have a comment. I'm going to try to hold on to that before I, I get into it. I want to ask you to measure again and see if the number has changed, if it's gone up, if it's gone down, or if it feels the same. It feels a bit better, I would say. Maybe six, maybe five even, but it, it's gone down a bit for sure. I just feel calmer around it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's uh, that's the goal, right? And um, so... I'm really glad that we did this, just this one round to demonstrate and give you the experience, right, of how it works. It's not necessarily, well, it's hardly like a one and done thing because everybody's different. And sometimes people can achieve that, but I don't think it's um, realistic to anticipate that type of results so quickly, although it does work quickly. But I love that you shared the emotion that comes up and that's part of it, right? You know, like we're allowing it to move through the body. And I guess um, this is a great kind of segue to saying this, tears are not bad. Mm -hmm. So I'll just say personal share. Oh my goodness. When I started tapping, I would say like 80 to 90% of the time I was crying. So it's, <laughs> for me, it was you know, a hurdle to get over that, to start feeling comfortable or I guess reduce the discomfort of crying in front of someone because I was working with a coach because, you know, I think that unfortunately we're often told or kind of pushed in the, in the direction of, of crying being a sign of weakness and don't let someone see you, but it's not, especially in tapping when we're doing this kind of work and we're moving the emotions and, and, and allowing release crying is tears are one of the easiest and fastest ways to release emotion that the body needs to let go of so that's why i totally encourage if it's coming up let it come yeah. and i'm i'm a huge proponent for um <laughs> for tapping and crying like if you start feeling upset and you're like oh i think i just need to cry tap it out you know it may help you uh, get it all out and you're gonna feel a bit better afterwards I, I love that because I did feel the tears, but I was very aware I was on camera. <laughs> so you're like, I think if I was with you alone, I probably would have just let them go. And I consciously kind of held back. 
So yeah, thank you for that. I think that's so important because that is emotional release. That is how emotion moves through the body. Uh, crying is just one way of letting go of things, right? We think it's, yeah. it's a bad thing. I don't know why, where that came from, unfortunately, but it's such a good thing because you do feel a release afterwards. So thank you for bringing that up. I think that's super important. And I, I, I'm curious too, because I'm working, well, right now I'm working with you. So you're a coach. I've, I've kind of answered my own question because I love <laughs> this experience. I've done it by myself, but I really like that I'm with you right now doing this. I've never worked with a coach in ERT yeah. before, but I really like that. So I guess that's, I can do it on my own. I, you know, there is that aspect of it, which is lovely, which I can, you know, do it when I need to. But I really do like this working with somebody to do it because there is something about having another presence there with you to lead you, to guide you, to reassure you. Is is that what, what you think about your role? Yeah. Oh gosh. I love that you shared that. And, and I love the question. Yeah, no, you're totally, you're absolutely right. I mean, my, my goal basically is like you said, to be a guide, to be a support, to provide a safe space and to help you feel safe in the process. So in my sessions, it's entirely client led, right? So if, it, if things start coming up, it goes in a direction that maybe you're not ready to get into, we're not going to touch it, mm -hmm. you know? And, and the wonderful thing about tapping is that because it's bringing down that, that stress response, it's helping you feel calmer in your body. We're able to slowly go closer, closer, closer to like the root of the, the issue. What's really causing all of these emotions or whether it's a physical manifestation or behavioral, we're able to address it in a safe and gentle way. And we go as fast or slow as you need to go. The main thing is for you to feel safe and supported. And, you know, you don't have to feel like you're on it alone. And I think that's a huge thing is feeling like you have someone there with you who's not, mm -hmm. not in a place of judgment. They're just there for you, whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, as a coach myself, EFT is not something I use, it's very much the same thing, right? It's just no judgment. I'm there to guide you, reassure you though, all the safety in the world. So it's very, very much a coach thing. So I, I love that. <laughs> and I, but you have that modality, which is so unique. I want to ask you now what, because I do work with women in menopause and perimenopause, and yeah. we're going through stuff in midlife that sometimes we're, you know, children leaving the home and, or coming back, <laughs> all kinds of things. What do you what do you think the benefit is of EFT to to women in this at this point of life? Yeah, no, I think that's a great a great question, and I'm gonna say the general benefit without um, going into like a specific um, focus is I think anyone who who utilizes tapping, whether on their own or or with the assistance of a coach is going to experience increased calm, peace, and relaxation in the body. They'll have more mental clarity and a greater sense of just overall well-being. Like that's just like the foundation of what you can expect from it. But I do want to speak a little bit to, I guess, midlife challenges because, I mean, with every different phase in life, there are new challenges that are presented, new stressors, right? And midlife is no exception to that because it brings new co-occurring stressors 
loss and life transitions. And I mean, part of me is like, oh, I don't want to say it, but it's the truth. So we have to <laughs> acknowledge it, right? And so there's so many things that go into this, which of course, you know, including, you know, the biological changes, family dynamic changes, relationship challenges, caretaking responsibilities, deaths, potentially work problems, financial concerns, fill in the blank, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what makes midlife such a hard and unique uh, season in life. It's because women are experiencing many or all of these stressors concurrently. And so when we add that onto the existing responsibilities, it just feels so overwhelming. And I think that is where tapping can be such a huge beneficial tool because of the ability to turn down that stress and help you feel more relaxed in your body because we all know that when we're stressed, everything is worse. <laughs> we get more irritated easily. We can't think straight. And just being able to have that tool to you know calm ourselves, to resource ourselves when we need it can make such a huge difference. It's a small thing to do, but it makes a really big difference in the life. So you can think of it, you know, dropping the pedal, pebble in the water and you see the ripples. That's that's exactly the effect. And I just want to add real quick, in addition to just, you know, addressing the stress in the body, which ultimately is at the root of any kind of fears or worries that we have about anything. And this, um, as you know, as a coach is responsible for people feeling stuck or procrastinating or self-sabotaging, and they're not able to kind of tune into themselves to feel empowered and excited and happy. This also kind of plays into physical uh, pain or physical sensations and disease because we know and, you know, it's it's in, in the science that stress makes things worse, it exacerbates symptoms. And so that means being able to turn down that stress response is a clear part of feeling better. Okay. I, I love all that because, uh, and a lot of issues in midlife are caused by stress, where stress is at the root of a lot of things or makes things worse. Like hot mm -hmm. flashes are generally worse with stress, migraines. So we do we do know that. And like you said, the science backs it up. And I think that's that's super important. Would you say then that EFT is like a stress releasing tool? Is yes. that what what it is? Okay. Uh, so it's one of the tools we can use when we need to feel relief and do we do it although you mentioned earlier that you know you uh you, the toilet tapping um doing it you know once a day when <laughs> so you're thinking of doing it then that's kind of like mental hygiene i guess right it's yes. just yeah. going brushing your teeth you're doing some mental hygiene for your brain so you're like kind of calming yourself centering yourself for the day maybe ahead like you mentioned it in the morning mm -hmm. um, I love that idea and then when else would we do tapping is it it I guess it's in those moments of stress or are there any other times yeah so definitely when you're starting to feel activated in some way is is a good time to do it and honestly I would recommend I mean this of course takes a lot of uh, the word's escaping me right now, but <laughs> you need to, to be able to kind of tune in with what's going on with your body, like mm. trying to come out of the autopilot, which is way easier said than done, I, I realize. But being able to kind of notice, like, for example, in the day to day, like if you're at work or whatever, and you start kind of zoning out, 
or you start feeling this resistance, like, I don't want to call this person or, or, or whatever it may be. That's kind of like along those lines, that's a key. That's a tip. Like, Oh, my body is having a, a response to something. And you don't even have to know that it's stress. Like I find that sometimes I will start tapping, you know, just randomly throughout the day. I don't have any sort of symptoms, so to speak, but I'll just be like, okay, let me just, let's just see, you know, and I tap and then I feel better. I feel more relaxed. I'm able to focus better. And I find, oh my goodness, I didn't even know I was stressed. So it's yes, use it as needed, but it's also just a nice thing. If you have a moment and you're like, huh, maybe I'll just scroll on Instagram or you could consider doing a quick little round or two of tapping and see which one makes you feel better. Like you said, it's, it's programming it a little bit in your, in your mind, knowing that it's something you can go to and also recognizing the, your signs of oncoming stress, perhaps, like you said, zoning out. It's just something that you have to recognize within yourself. You have to be in tune with your body to say, oh yeah, I, I need it right now too. So I really, I really like that. I appreciate that you have to make that connection in your body as well to, to, to know yourself better and then know when, when this can be helpful. But like you said, you can also figure that out in moments where am I, I'm not sure right now how I'm feeling let's do it and see if it does actually resolve anything. And then you're like, Oh, interesting. It did. It did actually help me feel better in the moment. So I love that too. It's just, I think you you learn about yourself through introducing this process as well. You can learn about your your body, your mind, uh, and how it works and how what stresses are there through just practicing this uh, sort of on a daily basis, I guess. You don't even need to have a trigger to to do it. You could just do it and find out for yourself in the moment. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think a way that I personally like to frame it is like as an experiment, you know, don't have Mm. expectations for it. I mean, you certainly can. And I will say skeptics are welcome. You don't have to believe in it for it to work. It's not a placebo effect, but you know, I joke to myself, you know, in my head, I'm like for science, (laughs) but um, yeah, no, just be like, okay, well, let's see what happens. If nothing, if I don't feel any differently, then okay. I'm no worse off than I was before. And I, I had a thought earlier and I just want to add, it can also be a really nice day to end the, a really nice mm-hmm. way to end the day. If you do some tapping before bed, mm-hmm. it can help you kind of calm the mind and relax and be more open to letting the day go so that you can actually get some rest. Oh, I love that too. Cause that is so key for us women in midlife. So many of us have sleep issues, either falling asleep or staying asleep the calmer we can be before bed, the better generally our sleep outcome is. So I think that is so important too. So I do love that you brought that up. So I'm just going to close the session. I really appreciate that you brought all this to us today because I think so many people don't know about this. And yet it's a tool. You can stick it in your pocket. You can bring it anywhere you go. You can use it like your breath. The, The tapping is there for you. It's an active way, which I love. So yeah, I really appreciate that you've brought this to our attention today and how, how helpful it can be to women in midlife to tap and to, to experience this for themselves, I think is so important. So if someone wants to learn more about you and what you do and how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can, there's a few ways. They can visit my website. It's taptoshinewellness.com. 
And I'm just going <laughs> to share really quickly, tap to shine. That was kind of my personal motto when I started my tapping journey, because, you know, I felt like I had lost my spark. So tapping was what allowed me to shine again. And so that's part of my goal to serve women, to be able to give them the tools to shine bright, no matter what life brings them. So if you're interested in that, get in touch with me. Um, so tap to shine wellness.com. I also have a Facebook page just again, tap to shine wellness. I'm on Instagram tap to shine wellness and YouTube tap to shine wellness. <laughs> awesome. That's easy. Tap to shine wellness is, is how you can get in touch with Sonia and Sonia are your sessions with clients virtual or are they in person? Do you do both? Yeah, I do 99% virtual sessions just okay. because it's more convenient for everybody, right? And especially mm -hmm. if we're in different countries or across the country, mm -hmm. <laughs> we can't very well do in session. But I think everyone, you know, I want to be able to provide to whoever needs assistance and location shouldn't be a barrier to that. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm going to ask you one more question, which I, I want to ask everybody that I that I do interview what is great for you about getting older one thing that is great about getting older oh I I feel like I am becoming more empowered and more mm -hmm. confident in myself and my choices because it's 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 still that sense of oh I didn't know what I didn't know and so having mm -hmm. the hindsight I feels really rewarding for me in a way because even though I've made so many mistakes or, or decisions that I may not have made the same way today, I can see the benefit and you can just follow that path and see all the loops and turns, but it led you or led me to where I am now. And I feel like I'm in a great place. So I, I guess I appreciate the hindsight of age because it's just, you see just the whole beautiful picture of your life up to that point. There's good times and there's bad times and all of it is beautiful. Yeah. And it brought you right here right now. So, and I really appreciate that you were here with us today. Thank you so much, Sonia. And I'm sure there'll be some people reaching out to you. So thank you again for being here today and for, for going through tapping with me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Debbie. This has been so much fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Momentum Podcast. If you want to learn more about working with me, come visit me at debbieharbeckcoaching.com. That's Debbie, I-E, Harbeck with a C, coaching.com. See you next week.